As many of you know, we are part of the Walk with a Doc program. And so every third Saturday of the month, we walk in our community and we invite community members and anybody who wants to join. Uh, I'd like to invite you to listen to the topic that Dr. Riz covered this past Saturday. It's on COPD, also known as chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. There is no cure, but there are things that um, we can do to prevent our risk of having that. Please leave some comments. Do you know anyone that has COPD? And are you likely to share this information after having listened to this short talk? Today, our topic is going to be COPD. Uh, it's, it's National COPD Awareness Month, so uh, first I want to tell you a little bit about how the lungs work so you can understand what COPD is. Our airways start with our mouth. Uh, as the air goes down uh, and we breathe in, and it's very interesting, you know, we breathe, uh, what, 12 to 20 times a minute, every minute, every day of our lives, and yet it's so automatic most of the time, right? And yet, and, and then we don't even realize that we're doing it until we begin to have problems with it. It can become a, an issue in our lives. So when the air goes down, it goes down in, in, in the back of our throat, uh, is where it goes into our trachea. Okay, that's where our, our, our throat splits into our, our esophagus and our trachea. The trachea is the large main airway, and then the trachea splits into two, or bronchi, and then those split into bronchioles, which are, so it's like a tree. If you take a tree and turn it upside down, uh, uh, that's kind of what the major airways of the uh, lungs look like, and it's on both sides. And then those, uh, those bronchioles begin to split up and split up into something called alveoli. And alveoli are the uh, exchange unit where what they have is very small capillaries. They're small air sacs, very small microscopic air sacs that have uh, are surrounded by capillaries. And in that area where the, the air goes into that small air sac and the capillaries are surrounding it is where the air exchange occurs. So oxygen in our, uh, that we're breathing in goes into the blood and CO2 that was produced by the body comes out of the blood. So when we breathe in, we're breathing in uh, a high oxygen content and when we breathe out we have more CO2 and so that's where the exchange occurs. Then the blood from, from the capillaries coalesce into larger and larger blood vessels that go back to the heart and then the heart pumps that oxygen-rich blood to the rest of the body and where we can utilize that oxygen. Uh, and you can think of the heart and our circulation system like a, a, either a figure eight or an infinity sign. And in the middle, right there in the middle where they cross, is the heart. And it's actually two pumps. It's two circulation pumps. One is the, the pump that goes from the heart to the lungs back to the heart and the other one is the one that goes from the heart to the rest of the body back to the heart. So, uh, the, so the blood's circulating in that figure of eight system to get oxygen and to get to the rest of the body. So that's kind of the, uh, the, normal, physio the normal anatomy. So what is COPD? And I'll, and I'll tell you then what's happening to our airway system that uh, results in COPD. So COPD stands for Chronic Obstructive Pulmonary Disease. And basically that means any disease where there's an obstruction to the outflow of air and that causes a shortness of breath and breathing symptoms. So it's not the fact that you can't get the air in, it's the fact that you have a hard time getting the air out. We have filter systems and, and ways to clean out the air also when it goes in. Uh, like in our, in our nose, we have the hair in our nose that will trap larger particles. And then lining our bronchioles uh, and bronchus and all the smaller airways are something called cilia. And cilia is a medical term for small little fronds that are, uh, that are moving back and forth. And these cilia also, at a microscopic level, trap things. And then we create and produce mucus uh, all along our airways that also trap foreign particles. And then we bring the mucus up and we either uh, uh, spit it out or we swallow it. Okay, so those are some of the protective mechanisms. And I bring that up too because those can get ruined in, these, in this process. Uh, COPD is largely an acquired disease. It's typically as a, re a result of exposure to 
noxious toxic elements that injure our airways. The number one uh, cause being smoking. Smoking is implicated in over 90% of COPD. So 90% of people who have COPD were smokers. Now not all smokers get COPD, okay, but you know about 20% of smokers get COPD. So if you want to get COPD, smoking is one of the best ways to make sure you get it. Uh, the rest of COPD is uh, typically uh, attributed to some lifetime exposure to something, maybe a, a chemical worker in a factory or someone who, uh, uh, you know, maybe uh, uh, someone who worked in a hotel and worked with cleaning solutions on a regular basis for many years uh, and weren't careful about it, or someone, a construction worker who worked with something, or someone who's exposed to uh, like asbestos over time. So. Uh, the vast majority of COPD, we know the cause. Uh, I would say it's less than 1-2% of the time where they didn't really know why they got it. And it's probably some exposure over time that we just couldn't identify. All right? So what happens is that uh, this, these toxic exposures ruin the, the cilia I talked to you about. Um, they cause uh, inflammation of the airways and that inflammation causes constriction of the airways and they also cause destruction of the alveoli. So the alveoli which you can think of as hundreds of millions of small little balloons that when we breathe in, they fill up, the air exchange occurs, but they're elastic, and so they collapse like a balloon would when you let it out, and so then the air is forced out. One of the major things that happens in COPD is that these alveoli get destroyed and they coalesce. And coalesce means they come together. So if you take a bunch of small ones and then you ruin the walls in between them, and now you have one large one, okay? And that one large one, we call them bulla, bulle, uh, uh, they're like large pockets. Now the problem with them is the air exchange is impaired and number two they've lost their elasticity. So when you breathe in, well the air just gets trapped down there. They don't, they don't have that elastic recoil that kicks them out. So your air, air exchange has been ruined and your elastic recoil to kick the air out has been ruined. And so this, and then and you com combine that with the inflammation of your airways, the loss of the cilia, uh, and that inflammation of the airway causes increased production of mucus now you can't clear your mucus, mucus so well, so this is kind of a, a process that uh, plays on itself over time, and that leads to COPD. So COPD uh, is a decreased air exchange, that's why people have to be on oxygen, and they produce a lot of mucus, they have trouble breathing out, uh, so these are some of the characteristics of it. And there are three kind of major diseases that are all part of COPD. One is typically emphysema, we've all heard of emphysema. Uh, another one is uh, chronic bronchitis, uh, and another one's what we call refractory asthma. Refractory asthma is asthma that, um, well, there's asthmas that we can treat, and refractory asthma is asthma that someone gets and then we have no treatment, the treatments don't work on them. Uh, and so they're kind of stuck with this, this chronic process. Um, so uh, some signs and symptoms are increased shortness of breath, breathlessness, tightness in the chest, uh, frequent coughing, and then wheezing. So we talked about what causes COPD. I'll wrap this up by saying, you know, we don't have a cure for COPD, uh, and I don't think we ever will. Uh, when you think about this is a chronic disease that's acquired as a, uh, as a, largely as a result of our lifestyle. Uh, and so just the same way that, you know, in my opinion, they're searching for a cure for breast cancer and they're searching a cure for, a cure for so many things like atherosclerosis, what I treat. Um, and the problem is, is that you can't cure this thing that's uh, destroyed the, the vital function of, of an organ of the body. I think the, the answer lies in prevention. And so we have to get the word out. Now, but, but still, when, when someone has COPD, what do you do? Well, you do ideal medical management. I won't get into the medications, but there are other things you can do about uh, cleaning up your diet. Of course, quit smoking. 
That's key because you're, you don't want to continue to injure the airways. Uh, exercise is an extremely important part of this, and this is why I bring this up today, is exercise increases your body's capacity and tolerance for what you have. If you're at a baseline and you can only do so much, what you're doing is you're teaching your body to do more with what you have. Uh, and so a, a good exercise program uh, is a, very much a part of managing COPD. And I'll stop with that. Okay, do you guys have any questions for me? Um, we've identified that it's the toxic exposure that causes it. It causes the damage to the airways and the alveoli. And uh, so by avoiding that toxic exposure, you've, you know, you've done what you need to do to stop getting it. Yeah. Well, like I said, 98% of causes, we found it's a toxic exposure. I can speak to smoking. Uh, as a toxic exposure. Um, they say that uh, after about two decades after you quit smoking, your, your lungs have had the capacity to heal back to a level where your risk for COPD and your risk for uh, smoking-related cancers have almost reached the normal population. I don't think that you can ever say you've completely eliminated that risk, but you've certainly gotten back to very close to where your baseline was. And that's because you've uh, been off of that toxic exposure and allowed healing. And then I might add, again, depending on the lifestyle you live and the other things you do, um, it will either continue to aid in further healing or impair it. Again, I'm, I'm real big on this inflammation and acidosis that our bodies are chronically exposed to in our current society. Yeah, secondhand smoke is an identified uh, cause of COPD. Okay. Thank you guys. Was that helpful? Informative? Okay. Should we continue doing stuff like this? Okay, let's walk. I've talked long enough.